Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joe Millmine, and this is episode 149, Embracing Long-Term Whips for Mojo Return. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright. I need a drink, I need a friend, I need your help. Hello, hello, and welcome into episode 149 of the podcast. I'm Joe. I'm your host. And today is Wednesday, the 17th of June, 2020. How are you? I hope you're well. Since last time I spoke to you last week, and if you are a new listener today, welcome. I hope you'll enjoy hanging out with us. And if you are a returning listener, as always, thank you very much for coming back and hanging out with me again. I always, always appreciate having returning listeners back in the gang, back here. So how's it going? I'm recording a day late than planned today. I had a bit of a busy day yesterday and unfortunately today there were people like mowing lawns and doing something with a mini digger in a back garden, etc. So I've closed the windows but the software that I sometimes use to dampen noise outside, it's not, it's making me sound a little bit tinny. So we'll just roll with it. Hopefully we can get through it without it becoming too distracting. But you know, these are the sounds of suburbia people. And it's a little bit what we're used to these days, isn't it? After being stuck at home for, what is it? I think it's like week 13 or something for me. Week 13 on my own with two children. Yeah. Never thought I would have to do this amount of time on my own with kids, ever. Like without some kind of park I can go throw them on, or a grandparent I can go throw them at, or you know, even just being able to go to the pub and have a drink, frankly. So I'm feeling quite proud of myself in some ways, like nobody's died, that's pretty good, right? You know, everyone's still alive, everyone's reasonably happy. Things are getting done. People are functioning, more or less, more or less. Some days more, some days less, right? That's how it is. And I'm sure it's a very similar story for you, or it is from those of you that I've been speaking to, it is a little bit similar. So if you've been on your own with the kiddies for a while, well done you. If you've been tag teaming with your partner, husband, wife, whatever, um, against kiddies, top effort. And if you just like keeping yourself occupied, and in the lockdown or you know looking after other people and all that kind of stuff high five to you my friends we are here we are doing it some days we're killing it some days we're not killing it it's all right we'll get there in the end right so well done to all of you basically well done to me for not killing anyone I used to think that weekends were the longest days ever I hate weekends particularly because my husband works away so much and has been away so much the whole time that weekends were just pretty miserable it was just a reminder that you were on your own with the kids all the time and it's just, it was just like oh well you can't invite other people because they're having family time no you're not having family time because you don't live in the same place um so the thought of like doing three months of this on my, by myself, it's a bit, you know, that was unthinkable when two days was like misery. So yeah, crazy, crazy. Anyway, got some shout outs today for a few people before we get into the chit chat. 
I've, I've done a bit of knitting, guys. Unbelievable. But shout outs for, for Amy Lee, Madame Knit Spin Cake, as you might know her. And she's been working on Stash Fit. And she, I mentioned her in the Stash Fit episode and in the Complete D-Stash episode as a person who, like, she's almost like a D-Stash idol of mine. She's very kind of ruthless with her D-Stashery and she just, like, makes it happen. And I think, like, that is really cool. And she's embraced it again. I don't know how she, you know, like ended up with so much yarn again because she's a very regular D-stasher because I keep an eye, like we're, we're pretty good friends. So I keep an eye on the old D-stash. But yeah, she's been busy with the stash fit. Really enjoyed the process of assessing like what, you know, your tops and your flops and thought that brought a different aspect to the D-stash process. If you haven't heard D-stash yet, go back to episode 148. Um, Sorry, not D-stash, stash fit. Go back to episode 148 and you will be able to find everything about stash fit there if this isn't making any sense right now. Um, also, hellos to Helen Tolbert, who is a new listener, sent me a message this week. Found the podcast in, in lockdown and I've basically been her office buddy... <laughs> poor sod <laughs> office buddy uh, while she's been working at home because obviously like if you used to working in an office and I definitely find this um from working from home a lot in the last few years is I need some hubbub like I need some noise around me I'm very much a people energy person like I like to be around people so I sort of wilt and die by myself and obviously there isn't the option of going sitting in Starbucks or whatever wherever now because it's all shut in it and you've got a social distance but then you're on your own so I've become like Helen's social distance work colleague which is really cool like I think that's awesome if people are listening to the podcast and I'm now the work colleague like I now feel like I'm work colleagues with all these different people it's quite exciting I'm the most irritating work colleague I think in the world because I'll I'll I have to verbalise every thought that comes into my head. And depending on, you know, whether you're that kind of person or not, it can be quite distracting. Anyway, also thank you to Amy Bimjax, who sent me a message, a suggestion for my podcasting brand name. The good news is, is I've got one. I've got a name for it. And I'll tell you it next week because I want it to be live by this time next week and I don't want to spoil it yet so I'm not going to tell you yet because I need to go build it but I've got the name and I really like it I'm really excited so yeah that's that and if uh, final kind of like last call at the bar last orders at the bar please last orders at the bar do you remember when that used to be a thing last orders anyway Last orders at the bar for uh, the content marketing 101 content calendar creation online workshop that I'm doing with Farnham Maltings. It's taking place next week, 23rd. And if you want to go and sign up for it, then you need to crack on and get in there and we can work on that together. All of the details are on the page and I'll put a link through to that from the show notes, but it's shinybeast.com forward slash content plan basically. And that will take you to the right place, but you'll find the link in the show notes. So yeah, on to the chit chat of the knitting then this week or the crafting. So get yourself a brew, get your knitting and we shall get into the next section. On with the knitting then. 
and the kind of title of today's quick chit chats. It will be a quick episode today. I didn't manage to get one out yesterday because we were doing a ed psych assessment with Sammy and I was just literally gibbering by the end of it. It was completely like fine. It wasn't a problem. He wasn't a problem. He was a total superstar. But, you know, like your head just gets a bit full and I just thought I just need a bit of quiet time. So I decided to take that. And today I thought we'll make it a nice, easy chit chatty episode for all of us, really, who are out there doing the do. So I've been, I have actually knitted this week. I'm very pleased. Now, I recorded last week's episode and that was on Stash Fit and it was a semi-review, semi-rambling introspective about the philosophy of Stash and why it's difficult to get rid of sometimes and my clear rebellion against some some systems that I don't, I don't, don't want to buy into because I'm emotionally attached to inanimate objects, i.e. yarn. And also a review of Kate Carter-Revens of Infinite Twists Stash Fit Process, which is actually really good. Quite a few people have already started to do it. They're talking about it in the Shiny Bees Facebook group. Um, you can find that at shinybees.com forward slash community. It will link you straight to that. It's been a bit of chit chat about it. And I was just like talking about all this different stuff and kind of like reflecting on the go about about stash and why it is a bit of a thorny subject for us I think at times and it has a lot of emotional weight that it probably isn't entitled to but depending on you know maybe where you've been when you've bought something or who you were with there's a lot of memories I'm massively nostalgic you know it can be quite tricky just to be like no I need a a tweed in navy blue and I need this much of it and that's what I'm going to buy and I'm never going to have anything else like it can be difficult to be that sort of clinical about choosing yarn and stashing or de-stashing or everything else but we covered that in quite some detail in episode 148 so you can go back and listen to it there but obviously as you do this is the massive danger of the stash you start talking about it and it gives it life. It's, you can't then ignore it. It's almost like it starts to call for, to you from the cupboard. I'm in here. Oh, I'm so soft and beautiful. And you, you just like, you can almost, you know, smell it. It's, yeah, it started to call to me and I'm just like, oh goodness me, I've talked about this for so much time now. I'm going to have to get it out and I'm not supposed to get it out till I've done the workbook, but I'm, I'm going to have to get it out. Don't tell Kate I got it out, but I did. So I did, I got it out and I was a little bit apprehensive. Like I got it, I really wanted to get it out and just have a look at it. I wanted to love it again. Like I talk so much about it with such fondness. I wanted to love it and not just throw the baby out with the bathwater. So I pulled it all out and I pulled like the innards of the cupboard out as well. And that really doesn't help. Like I've got this cupboard full of random stuff that isn't that organised and that you can just shut the door on it. So I thought sort of throw more stuff in and I know what's in there. It is a filing system as in I know that the stuff is in there but it's not organised necessarily. 
But it doesn't matter because I know what shelf it's at. I know whereabouts on the shelf it is. I don't need it to be in some system that other people recognise necessarily when it's in there because I, I, I do organise it from time to time, but it tends to be the place where I throw things when someone comes to visit because it's in the spare room. And that's when it gets a little bit hairy. So I pulled it all out, pulled all the other stuff out, straightened everything up in, in the cupboard. That took two days. And threw a load of stuff out, which was amazing. And then I had this yarn. I also found a box of yarn I didn't even know I had. Like, it was obviously yarn that I'd hidden from myself, past me had hidden from future me, thinking that future me wouldn't know it was in there. I know unbelievable so I pulled it all out had a root round in it put it all back again and I also found a ton of whips lying around now I love a good whip I love a good project bag I've got loads of them and the problem with project bags is is if you've got more than one it don't matter if you've got a whip in it because you can get the other one out and just put a new one in that and then another, and then another, and then someone buys you one, and then that's another one. And before you know it, there's all these like legacy whips lying around in baskets in your storage ottoman in your spare room that you'd just forgotten was there because you don't go rooting around in the spare room storage ottoman, right? You just, it's not a place you hang out. So I found all this stuff, loads of whips, like some yarn I'd forgotten even existed literally forgotten it had even existed and some whips and some of them that I actually really quite liked I was like oh I can't believe I'd forgotten I started that and I quite fancy finishing it actually and I think the thing with a whip is if it's a whip that's been there for a while it's not like a new cast on it can feel like one because it's a bit new and exciting but it isn't necessarily a new cast on so you don't necessarily feel guilty about knitting on that instead of the thing you're supposed to be finishing so I had a rummage around in there and I'm such an 80 percenter at times like there's nearly finished cardigans there's nearly finished shawls there's nearly finished hats there are are some actually finished button blocked shawls and I found a snorheed hat which is a pattern by Kate Davies for a four ply bobble hat basically it's a colorwork bobble hat with little snowflakes on it and then a really pretty crown and I started knitting on this the last time I remember vigorously working on this and I said vigorously I'd only knitted about two inches of it was when I lived in Elgin right in Scotland and if you've been listening for a while because this podcast has been going for nearly eight years now it's only a month off eight years if you've been listening for a while or even if you only started listening a few weeks ago, like Helen, but you've gone through the Elgin chapter, you'll know that that was like 2015 when we moved out of there. I mean, I've lived in the house I live in now for three and a half years, and I was in the one before that for a year, and we moved there from Elgin, so we're talking four and a half years ago. So it was 2015 when we moved. And that's the last time I can remember working on it. And I didn't put it down out of any reason, it was just... It had obviously got put somewhere, maybe during the move, and then rapidly forgotten about. And it was just like perfect. I'd use my little 
um, sticky note to, to say where I was up to in the pattern and I'd knitted one pattern repeat past the stitch holder so that it wouldn't fall off you know the stitch marker not the stitch holder and it's a little microphone stitch marker that Jen made me from little grey girls so, oh the little microphone one is so cool and just picked it up and started knitting on it and I was like oh I could totally get this finished like I feel really motivated now to finish this because I'd forgotten all about it it's like the prodigal whip had returned and I could start working on it again so that's what I did and it was really enjoyable actually I was quite excited about the whole thing and I think there's something that feels deeply satisfying about it being such an old whip as well now it isn't the oldest whip in that basket by a country mile there's definitely stuff in there from at least 2013 and earlier there's one that a hat that I never sewed up that I knitted for my friend's baby her first baby she's got four kids now like that's how old it is you know like proper not seven eight nine years old and not finished which is crazy it is crazy but deeply satisfying to get that out again and think oh I like it so I knitted or am knitting this project in nurturing fibers it is the basutu blanket self-stripe colorway with the pony gray contrast color and the pony gray contrast color is acting as the main color in this hat and then i'm using the self-stripe to do the snowflakes which is something i've never done before but i thought i'll give it a crack i'll try it and see what it looks like now there isn't a great deal of contrast because the pony grey is in the self-stripe so although it isn't all of the self-stripes there are parts of it where the pattern sort of disappears a little bit because it's pony grey and pony grey. But it looks really cool because you can't, you know, it's definitely a pattern. You can tell it is a pattern but you can't tell necessarily that it is snowflakes and the colours work together really nicely because that's the way they were designed. And I'm interested to see how it progresses as I get further up to the crown. And obviously the decreases mean that the stripes will get bigger. So yeah, it's quite cool. It's quite cool. And then I started to think about, well, what else could I do this pattern with? It's a four ply pattern and it doesn't use that much yarn. So it's a, you know, a nice way to use up leftovers or you know mini skeins or little sets or whatever as well. But you know what I'm like, I do love a self-stripe. So to be able to do it with a self-stripe is pretty cool. And it's in the Super Twist sock, which is 100% high twist merino, which I know is a lovely, lovely South African merino base. And it lasts quite nicely. It's got nice stitch definition. So it should be pretty cool. I'm quite excited, but eager to know, like, has anyone in lockdown, any of you, have you started to pull out the whips? I mean, not just the stash. Everyone gets out the stash for fun on a rainy day. What about the whips? Like, are you pulling the whips out? Are you finding any surprising whips? Are you, like, getting back into the dirty whip basket and getting some of them off those needles? Like, I want to know. So definitely hit me up. I'm at shinybees on all the socials, info at shinybees.com on the email or hop into the Facey group and have a chat in there if you do Facebook. Um, not the Ravelry group. There has been some chat in the Ravelry group when I went in I was like is anyone still in here but I was on Ravelry today and they've changed the interface completely and I'm not sure it's for the better I, I know I, I know you're not allowed to say un unkind things about Ravelry and it's not unkind like they've tried to make it look different and it definitely looks different 
but the contrast between the different elements now isn't as clear to me and I don't have any problems with kind of accessibility or anything but I wonder whether it's more accessible now because of the colour changes or or less really I, I don't know there's, a, there's an awful lot of white space on it and not high contrast for the other elements so I'm, I'm, I'm the jury's out on that one but again let me know what you think about the new Ravelry interface like the underlying bones seem to be the same but the you know like the makeup is not not the same color basically it's, there's complete different change from the greens that you used to expect in but you know it's all good change is as good as a holiday and all that and you know they're clearly trying to improve the platform and update it and make it a bit more user-friendly so pretty cool also in the stash rummage, rummer, rummer, rummage, I found some beads. I love a bit of need, needed bitting, beaded knitting, as you know, and I found some beads again that I've forgotten I'd even ordered, along with some yarn I was gifted by the lovely Victoria at Eden Cottage Yarns, and it's a, what, what blend is it? Hold on, let me have a quick look. <clears throat> okay, stretching. It's a 50% baby yak, 50% mulberry silk yarn. Bedell 4 ply. Really pretty. And I found that. I forgot, again, forgot I even had that little stash baby. So I've pulled it out and I've pulled out some beads as well to maybe think about doing a beaded shawl. If I finish the Snorheed, I think I can treat myself with a new sneaky little cast on. I'm getting there, aren't I? I'm getting there. Anyway. We'll see. Just get them out for a little bit. Put them on the desk. Bit of desk yarn. I used to do desk yarn. I used to get a skein out every week and leave it on my desk just to admire it. Um, we'll, we'll have a think because obviously I'm going to be pretty busy making websites and all that kind of good stuff over the next week or so. Yeah, can't believe it. Trying to, trying to squeeze that in with everything else we've got to do. But here, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, I'm going to keep this episode super, super short this week. Very quick catch up and a whip inquiry. I feel like the mojo is coming back. Getting the old whips out has definitely reignited the, oh, but shall we? And hopefully you'll have some finished objects before too long. So that's all we've got time for. Really short chat, but I'll be back again next week. Episode 150. Can you believe it? I know, I know, exciting. No idea what I'm going to do for it yet, but I'm hoping inspiration will strike between now and then. But in the meantime, please have a lovely, lovely week. Happy crafting, and I will speak to you again soon. Cheers. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes for this episode can be found at shinybees.com forward slash 149. And if you've enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice, iTunes, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find. Thanks. If that's all right.